as an athlete, it's quite difficult. We have like 20 races, more or less, per year. And in one year, it's so difficult to keep same mentality, same motivation. Then uh, you must to use some uh, tactics to be on, on that competition mood, training uh, mood. So for that reason, I have uh, my routines. The routines, for me, is a help to be concentrated. I mean, uh, I have my routine in the circuit. I have my routine at home. And I have my routine for vacation, for the holidays. For me, this helps a lot to always be focused. Welcome back to Mindset Win, the podcast from Red Bull that helps you develop a winning mental attitude. I am Cédric Dumont, your host for today, and over the past few months, Kate Courtney and I have been breaking down the stories of world-class athletes and getting the inside scoop on the mental tactics they use to be at their very best. I'll be with you for the next 15 minutes, introducing you to another incredible guest and translating their insights into tools to help you perform better in all areas of your life. Today we're thinking about how providing yourself with a clear structure or a roadmap can help you plot your route to success. This is something we've touched on before in our episode with Mondo Duplantis, the world's number one pole vaulter. With Mondo, we looked at breaking our goals down into manageable micro-goals, but today we're taking a different approach. I'll be introducing you to another very powerful technique known as backward planning. And that's coming up towards the end of the episode. But first, let me introduce you to my guest for today. Spain's Marc Marquez is the youngest ever MotoGP champion and one of the most successful riders in history, with eight world championships to his name and six in the premier class. Marc got his very first motorbike aged just four years old, learning with training wheels at first and then a year later riding enduro for kids. By 2013, he was a history maker, taking the MotoGP world title at the age of just 20. With a pedigree like this, Mark has much to tell us about building a winning mental attitude. Hi, I'm Mark Marquez, MotoGP rider. I need the racing, I need the race weekend, I need that adrenaline, I need to have that risk that is sliding on the tires. More and more I learned that I need to follow my instinct. My instinct always is work a lot, maybe sometimes too much. But I need to follow a bit that instinct that, okay, this helps to me. But then use the experience from the past that, okay, this is your mentality, but sometimes you must to relax, you must to have your free days. And uh, But I'm an active guy. So that means that uh, always I want more, more and more. But to arrive on that more, more and more, Sometimes you need to have less, less to compensate a bit. I was winning <laughs> nearly every year and that was normal. But then from one day to the other one, I was doing one of my best races of my life and then I crashed, being injured and then all the nightmares start. And this uh, helps a lot to, to come back to real life, real situation. On 2020, 2021, 2022, 
where three years where I had four different surgeries in my arm. Uh, on that case, was so difficult. I mean, uh, keep the motivation was impossible, but keep that positive mentality was possible, and uh, keep that routines and uh, focusing something that was possible. During that big injury was like two different times in my mentality. The first one was like, okay, I will come back and I will win again. But then I started to realize that something was not working on my body. My expectations were high, but my body was not ready to achieve that expectations. Then it was like another frustration. Then the second part arrived when I realized that my arm was not ready to win races. Then is when I start to put some realistic goals, something that I can achieve. Maybe it was like a top 10, maybe it was like a fifth position, maybe it was like sixth position. It was not victory, but it was the target to keep with that motivation. Try to find a realistic goal to achieve it and then bring an extra boost to your body to continue on that way. If you put in your target like, a, I want to be world champion, and if you're not ready, will be frustration, another frustration, and then the motivation is going down, down, and down. In the past, I was like thinking always about the biggest thing and forget that to achieve that biggest thing, you need to achieve small things before to arrive there. And before it was like, it was easy, and then I was thinking only in the big one, but then when I was in a difficult moment, I said, okay, I must to change something, and I need to understand the way to find a small motivations or small targets to arrive in the biggest target someday. As an athlete, it's quite difficult. We have like 20 races, more or less, per year. And in one year, it's so difficult to keep same mentality, same motivation, 100% during uh, the 20 races. And a uh, big, full concentrate, full focus. So then uh, you must to use some uh, tactics to keep uh, or to be on, on that mood, on the competition mood, training uh, mood. And also, it's important to have your free time, uh, relax. I mean, uh, don't think 24 hours on uh, racing, racing, racing. So for that reason, I have uh, my routines. And uh, the routines, for me, is a help to be concentrated. I mean, uh, I have my routine in the circuit. I have my routine at home. And I have my routine for vacation, for the holidays. I mean, uh, for me, this helps a lot to always be focused. Or it's just give to the body something that you already understand that if you are in the circuit, if you are at home, or if you are in a holiday mood. What I learned in my professional world, I try to use in some way to my personal life. Because... Uh, is working. My professional life will affect to my personal life, so you need to combine in a good way. What I learned also is like uh, when you have a difficult moment, the way to say, ah, because the motivation is not there, you are wrong there. I mean, then motivation will be never in the top level. And someday you will have more motivation, someday less. But to go out from a bad situation, you need to have a routine. The good routine, to go out from that situation. The motivation will arrive, but if you have that routine, this is what will help to you to go out from a bad situation. Before, success was a win, only win. Now, success is enjoyed. If you enjoy it, uh, you have success. Then, uh, of course, you will like to win, you enjoy it more. 
but uh, doesn't mean uh, success win. Success is if you enjoy it, if you are happy, this is success on uh, your professional and uh, personal life. I connect so much with what Mark says. There's so many things that I can find myself in. And the first is instinct. And Mark talks very briefly about instinct and how he uses it all the time. And what is instinct? It's your intuition based on your past experiences. And it's a skill you can really train and work on and use because it's very, very powerful. Another really interesting point is managing expectations and setting realistic goals. And a lot of time or even most of the time, frustration or even anxiety comes from a big difference between reality and what we expect. So we need to manage expectations all the time. And this will decrease the frustration and working on realistic and feasible goals. During that big injury was like, I will come back and I will win again. My expectations were high. But my body was not ready to achieve. Then is when I start to put some realistic goals. Maybe it was like six position. It was not victory, but it was the target to keep with that motivation. Try to find a realistic goal to achieve it and then bring an extra boost to your body to continue. Mark mentioned how he uses routines in all areas of his life to help him perform better whether that's racing or just relaxing. And it seems that he enjoys the structure this kind of approach offers, and so he makes plans in order to keep himself on track and his life in balance. We all probably know the famous saying, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And research bears out the idea that a well-made plan improves the odds of you reaching your goals. What might be more surprising is a 2017 study by academics from Chinese, Korean and American universities which discovered your chances of success are affected by whether you plan forwards or backwards. When we have a goal in mind, most of us tend to plan the steps we need to take from start to finish. But backward planning flips the process on its head. Deciding the step just before your goal, then working backwards until you reach the first step you need to take. Backward planning is often used in education and training, as well as in major organizations. But what are the advantages? According to the 2017 study, students' backward planning for an exam were clearer about the steps they needed to take and tended to be more motivated to follow their plan. They also felt less anxious during their progress and generally had higher expectations that they would achieve their goals. So why is this? The study suggests that by taking a different perspective, and starting at the end goal, we imagine our efforts to get there have been successful. 
This makes us feel excited about the prospect of achieving our goal and this in turn gets us more motivated to reach the milestones en route to our ultimate ambition. In today's takeaway, we're going to focus on this concept of backward planning to help you map out a route to your ultimate goal. You can either start this snow or just listen and come back to the exercise when you've got time. The first thing I want you to do is write down a goal. The more specific you can be, the better. What's your exact aim and when do you want to achieve it by? Maybe you're writing a big report to hand in on the 21st of June next year. Or perhaps you really want to do a marathon in 2025. Think about your own goal and write it down. Now ask yourself, what would be the last thing you need to achieve just before reaching that goal? For example... I'll need to have that report written two weeks before the due date, so I have time to give it the final revisions. Or, to be in shape for the marathon, I'll need to be hitting my target mileage goal three weeks prior to the race. Then think about your second to last goal. To be able to write that report, what do you need to do and by when? Perhaps you'll need to have done all the source reading a month before the due date. Keep repeating this process, working backwards from the previous step, thinking about what comes before each milestone and setting a date every time. Doing this will not only help you work out which tasks need to be done, but it will also let you figure out the steps that are likely to require most effort or creativity and help you plan your time accordingly. I guarantee by following this process you will end up with a much clearer view of the milestones you need to hit and will feel much more confident that you can reach your ultimate goal. That's all from me and from Mindset Win for today. Don't miss next week when Kate's back with freestyle BMX rider Nikita Ducaro. She'll be thinking about the importance of a supportive environment. 